Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound as episode 356 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Of course, I am Brian Breaker, and joining me as always, Big underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Do not a whole lot. So, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those weird time differentials where we're recording pre-Thanksgiving, but it won't be released till after Thanksgiving. So are you uh, are you feeling very thankful right now? Um, I mean... <laughs> the normal amount? Yeah, I mean, the normal amount, yeah. I mean, nothing. nothing's changed over here. It's only been about three days since the last time. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, Jack and Casey Gamble will be our guests again this week. We've got a little bit of wrestling talk, a little bit of movie talk. We may dive into a little bit of toy talk as well. But, dude, it's that uh, it's the holiday season, man. Yep, we're. Hit, hit, hit us fast. Kick, kicking it into high gear. Yeah, I um, I don't know. Like the, the holiday time, it's like we, we always look forward to it. But, mm-hmm. damn, it just is such a mind-blowing time. It's such a hassle. Yeah. it's it's Well, even just to get together to record this week was yeah, tough. Yeah, it really was. Um, but it it's legitimately such a hassle. And there's like – I've always loved the Christmas season, which is why I decorate at the beginning of November every year. Um, well, we both – I mean, we Christmas movies, we'll dive into that at some point. You know? Right. But, like – what I hate about Christmas is everything else that's involved in it. Like I love oh, yeah. the idea of this holiday and, and like the the lights and the the warm feelings, things like that. But then there's this other side of it that is absolute and utter chaos, and that is the side that I loathe. Yeah, well, what's funny is I feel like that's like a lot of Christmas movies. It's always that like chaotic feel. Mm-hmm. Then then you get like the old Christmas spirit, and that's right. the good feeling. And that's right. like that's why I think Christmas movies relate so well. Right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it's it's all about rush, 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 shop, this, that. It's insanity. Jingle all the way is the perfect example of that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think even Christmas Vacation is such a good example because he's trying to make it like this great yes, family yeah. Christmas and yeah. then like literally everything goes wrong. Right. But Jingle All the Way is a great example of like 
shopping at Christmas, the, which is which the is hustle also, and bustle. Yeah, and basically, like, and what's funny about that is they depict Arnold's character as like a bad guy, kind of. Yeah, because like he's not really there, but it's like he's working, he's providing for his family. Yeah. But he's working almost too hard. Yeah. So it's, it's that weird give and take. It's almost like the perception is from the kid. Yeah. You know, it's like you're not, you could totally spin that movie and be like, this spoiled ass brat, you know? Right. Right. I mean, it's not like he's at the casino gambling. <laughs> right. I mean, he's yeah. working, you know? Yeah. He's, he's trying really hard to provide for his family. Yeah. Definitely an interesting movie. So, but we are, we are in the Thanksgiving time of the year. Um, I mean, you've talked about it a little bit on here. Like Thanksgiving's an interesting time because it's mostly just the food. It's a it's great food. It's a holiday that I feel like is for grandma and grandpa. Sure, you know, and it's like they want to see the kitties, they want to see you know their their babies and things like that, and and then on top of that, you get food, mm-hmm. you know, but and, and great food, right? Until I feel like it's one of those holidays that until you're the head of the table. You don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, eh, just give me the food. It, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh man, Thanksgiving will be great food, turkey dressing, right. and the food. To be, let's be honest, the food isn't that great that you need to have a whole holiday surrounded by it. It's pretty good though. It's good, but I mean, like half of that stuff you don't eat on a regular basis. Well, and I think that's what makes it special. Right, but like... Like the big ham. Yeah, but most of that stuff you can eat on a regular basis, but we just choose not to. 100%. Right, (laughs) but I think that's why, because it's the holiday food. Maybe, but it's weird. Like, who's making a turkey (laughs) on a Saturday? Right, but I I mean, yeah, but it's one of those things, like, why why not? You know? No, it's a good question. Like, why, why, like... It doesn't have to be Thanksgiving to eat these foods. I I have that theory about, like, green bean casserole, too. That's like one food that is only on Thanksgiving. Who likes that crap? The people who say they like it are lying because otherwise they'd make it every other weekend. Well, here's the thing. My mom's not a cooker. She doesn't like to cook, never has been. But she makes this bomb broccoli rice, broccoli cheese and rice casserole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's bomb. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I actually just had a broccoli cheese and rice casserole last night. It's amazing. It's so good. So good. And the thing about it is, like, at Thanksgiving, it's now she's making two trays of it. Well, you know, this is back when we had the huge gathering of people, right? Right. And it's empty. Yeah. When you're done. I mean, there's none left. Yeah. People are hoping that there's leftovers, you know, so they can go get, you know, a second plate in a couple of hours or whatever. Yep. But my mom doesn't just make that whenever. She could. Yeah. There's no reason why she couldn't, but she doesn't because it's for Thanksgiving. So you may be onto something, my yeah. friend. I, I think I am. I mean, it's, it's one of those things like... It's good. It's because well, you can't go on like July twenty third and be like trick or treat, <laughs> right? <laughs> Give me candy. It's, it's the or same, egg your house. It's the same con. Like I have the same concept with like deviled eggs. Deviled eggs is a big holiday food. I sure. feel like it's a mm-hmm. big holiday snack, and um, like I've made deviled eggs just on a regular day because I'm like I want some deviled eggs, and it felt weird. Sure, because I was sitting there eating deviled eggs, but it wasn't a party, right? And it was like, I mean, they're good, but like. It's weird. Well, Christmas cookies is another one. Right. Because it's just a sugar cookie with frosting. Right. Right? I mean, basically, yeah. you probably have the cookie cutters that look like the gingerbread man, the candy yeah. cane. That's yeah. ones I always had as a kid. And, like, you don't need to make them that. They can be anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can do circles. That's been perfect for cookies for a <laughs> hundred years, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That's You're kind of wrecking my holiday, man. We're going to talk to wreck my podcast. <laughs> like, hey, brain's going to wreck your Thanksgiving. 
But, but that's a that's a very interesting point, though. I mean, I, I can't say the same thing for pecan pie because I can eat that all damn day, every day. When that when that's three sixty five, and that's a weird one because there's nothing about that that makes it holiday special. No, pumpkins being in season well, makes sense, and pumpkin is totally different because they like right now, like you said, they're in season. So like obviously you can't really get that every year or all year round. But like so that one makes sense. But you know a lot of these. That are just strict, like coconut cream pies is the one that my family gets on Thanksgiving. I'm like, why? Why does it have to be Thanksgiving? Like, yeah. Well, my aunt good, used to make just this chocolate it. pie, right? Chocolate cream pie. Again, nothing about that's Thanksgiving, right? But that's the only time that you get it, right? You know, so, <laughs> so, huh? Okay, yeah. It's just kind of weird. It's it's very strange when you yeah. when you actually kind of dissect it and think about it. Yeah. yeah. So interesting stuff. Thanks yeah. for ruining Thanksgiving, pal. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> that holiday sucked anyway. Let's be honest. <laughs> Well, well, what's even funnier, too, is um, going back to the whole thing about Thanksgiving. The thing that always gets me is it, my side of the family, and I can't speak for others, every year it seemed like there was someone new that I didn't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, hey, how are you? Nice yeah. to meet you. All right. <laughs> and, and so it's like, this is not like quote-unquote, the family holiday, it's right. the family that, you know, is extended to me inviting a bunch of people I don't know. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so it's that it's that weird feeling of, like, well, I'm hoping to find a place to sit and then we'll eat it's, my food and then kind of chill out. and It's family-ish. Yeah. 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 Because there's, like, always, like, boyfriends, girlfriends. Yes. Cousins of cousins. Right. Yeah. It's all these random people, so at the end you're just like, eh, I'm ready to... Yep. It's about time to go. <laughs> time to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> yeah. See you guys in 365. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny is when I was on tour with New Japan, I was there during Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And, like, I remember I was like, oh, were you so upset you missed it? And I was like, really? No, I was not. And yeah. I think for a lot of the reasons you were talking about, because I got, like, I think it was called, like, Yakuniku that night, which yeah. is, like, this amazing Japanese food. I was perfectly content. But at the same time, yeah. it's like... I'd like to go have that again. Sure. You yeah, know, like, yeah. obviously, but it was just, like you said, it's the same same shit. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's, I'm sure people are, like, super pissed off that we just ruined Thanksgiving. So. No, I, you know, I've brought up the green bean casserole before, and I can't remember who it was that uh, tried to call BS on me. Probably Big Chuck. No, it was it was a woman. I can't remember who it was. Um, was it on here or just, like, in general online? It was on Twitter. Uh-huh. and um, But it, <laughs> she said, I eat green bean casserole all the time. <laughs> it's like. First person I've ever heard of. Yeah, that one has always just been a hard pass for me. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll eat a little bit of it. I usually eat a little bit of it just to please whoever made it, you know? Okay, you're, but you're, like, you're just trying not to be a dick. Right, and so, but it's not like, I'm not going to be like, hey, baby, we need a new green bean casserole recipe. <laughs> Stat! Yeah. yeah. No, that is not on my list. Not at all. Well, you know, I think uh, I think we destroyed Thanksgiving pretty sufficiently. So, uh, why do you say we dive into some wrestling talk? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them bang energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out Stone Cold. Well, Big Underscore Bane, this past weekend, Survivor Series 2020, the final farewell of the dead man, the Undertaker. Yes. Um, I'm kind of glad it's not like one more match. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's time. I'm, I'm glad it wasn't a setup. Yeah. Yeah, for, for a new match. Um, 
And I, I thought the send off was great. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw what was uh, floating around Twitter, mm-hmm. and you know, I I liked the little Paul Bear uh, cameo. I, I liked that the, the a lot of the BSK guys were there. You know, like were they? yeah, like the Godwins and okay. the Godfather. And That's cool. I mean, Yoko's obviously passed right. on, but like the his crew of dudes that he like Savio Vega because I mean, like oh wow, that's cool. They're not doing stuff with those guys anymore. So I thought that that right. was cool that they made it about him and not like commercialized. Right. Yeah. Like, we, we want all the guys that you know make sense for the company, not for you. So. Right. I thought that was cool. Um, I did watch his Broken Skull sessions with the under, or with the Stone Cold, the the second one they did. Oh, the new one that was really good. See, I didn't I didn't know they made a second one. They called it One More Round. Okay. And um, yeah, this one was about two hours. So it was a long interview, but man, they covered they covered him getting burnt with a pyro at Elimination Chamber. Oh wow! They covered that little shoot thing that they had with Brock when Brock was in UFC. Oh yeah. Where they had that little nice. standoff, you know, like. Which he pretty much just basically said it was a work. Well, yeah, I mean, it was. It's obvious it's that it was set up WrestleMania, yeah. right? And uh, and all that stuff, but they really dove deep. I thought that was. I thought it was really cool. And I think you know, Undertaker being a guy that doesn't dive into a lot of that stuff, I'm like, dude, now that he's like done, I hope he does a podcast of some sort. Because yeah. think of the stories, man. Oh yeah, I mean, and he's told a lot of them, but he has so many. 30 years worth. Yeah. I mean, he's got plenty of stories to tell. And I, I'd like to hear some of his uh, stories from back in the territory days. Absolutely. Know, I'm sure he's got a hell of good ones from there. Yeah. So, yeah, if you haven't checked out the uh, the Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold, it's pretty damn good. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Did you watch Survivor Series at all? I did not. Yeah. I, I watched a little bit of it. Eh, it was okay. Yeah. You know, it, it was what it was. Um, the uh, I watched the men's elimination match, and they're... You know, it's it's hard to get into. It really is. Yeah, yeah. There's something about WWE right now that is just really hard to get into. It's hard to sit down and watch. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. I know you're. You have we have different opinions on this too, but it's hard. It's the same thing for me with AEW. Um, I have a hard time just actually getting into it. I still haven't ever watched Full Gear all the way mm-hmm. through. Right. And um, I, I go very much in cycles with wrestling. Yeah. And what's weird is. Um, you know, I'll go sometimes a month without logging into the network. Yeah. Just because I'm not into watching wrestling right now. And, I, and I've never been like that up until I was an adult, I guess. But yeah. that's kind of how I've been more lately. But I actually started watching. I watched like Survivor Series 92. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Not, yeah. the, not the greatest show in the world, but sure. it was something about like, well, that was a fun. That was a fun show. I really feel like maybe I'd enjoy it more if the live crowd was back. I think that's a part of it. You know, I, I feel like that's there because even though they have this the the piped in sound, and I know that helps, but it's there's still something about that live atmosphere. See, the know? piped in sound, I think, is the reverse for me. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, to me, it's, it's like it's not bad when you see like an episode of a TV show and the char- the characters like kiss for the first time or and you, like, and it's just like that's so <laughs> arbitrary to me. You right. know, like it's just so. It's so lame. Yeah. And now that they're kind of thank you, Taker, and it's like yeah, piped. It's like that's well, that that was kind of dumb. I thought. yeah, it's just um, it's not. I'm like ugh. But like the the I, the cheers and the background noise really like during the match that doesn't bother me as much. But when they do like the force, this is awesome chance and things like that. That's I'm kind of like okay, you know, settle down, <laughs> settle down, Sally. Yeah, yeah. That that's kind of my thought too. And I, I mean. Like I've been, like I was told told you, like even last week, I started watching some of those impact shows. Mm-hmm. They have no crowd yeah. at all; it's completely empty arena. Wow! But for some some reason, I'm kind of digging it, and I don't know why. Yeah. And maybe it's because it's not arbitrary; it's very bare bones. But it's like best they can do. I don't know. Right. Like it's same same time. Like I'm so kind of like 
dead set on not watching current WWE. Like anything else seems better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but it's the way it's been feeling. Um, they did show a trailer for a new series of documentaries coming in 2021 called WWE Icons. Did you see this? I did not. So they're going to do specials on Yokozuna. Okay. Beth Phoenix. Uh, the British Bulldog. Rob Van Dam. And someone and Lex Luger. And this is going to be where? The, the WWE Network. Oh, okay. It's odd that they picked Lex Luger. But he's got such an interesting story. Oh, yeah, he does. He does. But it's just, it's odd that they picked him for the first round. Yeah. But because I. But you think about it, none of these people have really had thorough documentaries on them. So I well, think. That's true. They're probably trying to do something different. You know, I think, like, obviously, Yoko and Davey Boy are no longer with us. So, yeah. like, they won't be able to tell their own story. But Beth Phoenix is very much you know, part of the company. Yeah. I think Lex Luger, because he's had, uh, you know, he's completely. You know, devoted his life to Christianity, which I think is great, but he's also got some dark pasts, you know, with Miss Elizabeth and stuff like that. So, yeah, it'll be if they go into detail, which I think that they will, I think they'll be very interesting. And Rob Van Dam is an interesting choice because I think he's still a part of Impact. Is he? As far as I know. So, I think that's kind of an interesting one, but why not? Like, let's, yeah. talk, let's talk about it. I think that's cool stuff. Yeah, I dig it. So, there's a lot of, a lot of cool stuff there happening in the uh, wrestling world, but big underscore bay, what do you say we dive into a little bit of TV talk here? Let's do it. This is Brick Cuban Beta Pet the Movies. 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 Alright, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? All right, I'll show you what we got now. Big underscore Bane. Uh, I have not seen it yet because I am not a Hulu subscriber, but I'm hearing a lot of positive feedback. Animaniacs has officially debuted on Hulu. Yes, I have watched the first episode and loved it. It is pretty much exactly what it was in the 90s, except like updated animation. Nice. And like all the theme songs are the exact same. And I, I, I saw a side by side where it was slightly different lyrics here and there. Different lyrics. Like they tried to, they're trying to like update it for the current time. So like they, there's one thing in the song that's something about, they said like we're gender, gender neutral now or something like that. And I was like, okay, like I get it. Yeah. And because I mean, it's, and there was one thing in that first episode, they constantly mentioned like, we want to make this fun for kids, but we also want, this to be for the dads that liked us in the nineties, you know? And so it's yeah. like, they're kind of like trying to make it for everybody, which I think is really cool. Did they have good idea, bad idea? Not in the first episode. That was one of my favorites. It, it It's possible it'll return, but I hope so. the first episode was just them and pinky in the brain. And in the, was that a 30 minute show? Yeah. And then, nice. um, there are, so I guess Hulu doesn't upload everything at once then. There were 13 episodes. Oh, so you just haven't watched them? Yeah, all I just I didn't get okay, a chance to. The the wife hates cartoons, so I was like, all right. Does she not understand it's Animaniacs? I tried to tell her, Breaker. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but um, yeah, so we um, so watched that, and it was it was pretty good. But I'm I'm looking forward to watching the rest of them because I've always been a huge Animaniacs fan. I love that as a kid. Well, I know um, Pinky and the Brain's ob- an obvious one, sure. Good idea, bad idea. They also had the pigeons. Yes. Then they had the squirrels. They had yep. Buttons the dog. I mean, they had yep. a few other little random cartoons there. Yeah, and I don't know if a lot of those are going to come back. Um, one thing they did mention in the in- intro that I thought was interesting is they said like a, like a brand new cast of characters that did well in focus groups or something like that. They, they worked it into the rhyming somehow. 
And I was like, oh, okay. So, well, because if you remember in the Animaniacs, the original, they did kind of brush over like Pinky and the Brain want to rule the universe, and they kind of went through all the different ones that they had. Yeah. Which, I mean, you think about it, Animaniacs was such a weird cartoon in the fact that there are all these little intersecting stories, but they didn't really interact with each other much. No, they were, um, they were, there was like the main story, and then there was like it would go back and forth between the main story and then like the little clips. Now, is the original up on Hulu too? I think so. I believe so. So I want to come. I kind of want to go back and watch that now. Yeah, like yeah. that would be really fun. I would imagine it still holds up. You know. So you hit me with a topic like, "Hey, we got to put this on the episode," and that is that apparently Teen Titans did a crossover with, dare I say, your absolute favorite cartoon character of all time, Freakazoid. Yes. So I stumbled across this because I was I stumbled across it in the middle of watching that Animaniacs episode. Um, because I was Googling, like, Freakazoid reboot. I was like, I wonder if there's even, like, talks about that. And then I ran across this story about how there's a there's a po- always a possibility of a Freakazoid reboot. And they were in that article talking about this Teen Titans crossover that happened. And they were, and I was like, what? So this was not brand new? or it? Well, it is. It's It actually just came out. It was released, I think, six or seven days before this new Animaniacs showed up. Okay. So it's like within the past week or two. And um, so I was looking at it, and and it's like they were talking about how, like, oh, it was only 11 minutes, but it was good to see Freakazoid back on, you know, back on the show again. And so I was, I was like, well, i got to figure out how to watch that. So I got on Cartoon Network, and they allowed me to watch full episodes on there, so I found it on there because it – it's not on Hulu, which kind of annoyed me. I thought it was weird. But um I found it on there, watched it, and holy hell, it was pretty damn fantastic. Um, all the characters are voiced by the exact same characters from the 90s. Amazing. Like the same people voiced the, the characters, and it had... I think Animaniacs was the same way. Yes. And uh, if, if you're a fan of Freakazoid, it had Freakazoid, The Lobe, Cosgrove, and then uh, the announcer guy, which uh, Freakazoid has an announcer that he like incorporates into the story all the time. And um, I think that was it, but it was just, just a hell of a story. And I mean, obviously the comedy is a little, not on Freakazoid parts, but Teen Titans. I mean, it's focused towards kids, sure. you know? And so it's kind of hit and miss as far as things that are funny on that, but like they did a lot of the uh, the relaxo vision stuff that Freakazoid used to do. They did that, and and the um, the title of the episode was called Hugbies, which in itself is a Freakazoid reference, and that ended up being like Freakazoid wanted to use that as like a uh, like a warning signal, like if you need help, just like yell out Hugbies, and it's <laughs> I know none of this, which right. is hilarious. Yeah, to me it's that, uh, it shows how. Uh, just how huge of a Freakazoid fan you were. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, it's it's really good. And the whole time, like, him and Robin are, like, Robin's really angry with him the entire time because he can't stay on, on the topic of the story, like, what's happening in the story. Right. He's like, you keep going off into random places and just stay on plot. And it's, just, it, it's funny. It's chaotic. It's what Freakazoid is. It's great. Well, I mean... To me, if they're going to do this, this has got to be a test run of sorts, right? I would almost think it's got to be because, I mean, they're, they're bringing back all these things. I know Freakazoid only had two seasons, but it's weird to bring him on 
like if they're not toying with that idea. Because no one in that generation probably even knows who he is. Right. It's not like Freakazoids lived on throughout the generations. No, there's and no. And he didn't, like, I'm sorry to cut you off, but he didn't have, like, video games and crap like that. Right. And so, yeah, he did. He, there was no fanfare about Freakazoid at all, except for, like, Etsy. You know right. what I mean? Like, homemade stuff. I yeah, mean, but that's, like, very limited. Right. Like, I mean, with the exception of that one toy that was, like, a ridiculously rare chase that just came out earlier this year, there has been zero fanfare about. Freakazoid. It baffles my mind that they'll make Funko Pops of people or characters that I'm like, really? Yeah. But they don't do a Freakazoid? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I literally don't know. I mean, it's wild to me. I would love for them to actually do that whole the whole set. That would probably get me back into Pops if they did that. Yeah. Well, anyway, speaking of Pops, I think, uh, I think it's time to dive into a little bit of toy talk here. Let's do it. Here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show We'll break your brain, do a bit of toy talk Here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show We'll break your brain, do a bit of toy talk Alright, as we dive into our toy talk, big underscore band I wanted to throw something at you um, You know, me and you have pretty much <laughs> Completely contradicted ourselves on so many levels with um, With Funko Pops, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like, super into them like, I remember when we first started, I was like, I don't get those things. Right. Then I started collecting when I was all about them, and they yep. the coolest things ever. Love them. Then I was like, man, if they make every, if make, make office pops, I'm buying every single one. Yeah. Now I'm just not into them. Right. It, it's such a it's such a strange, like, way that the world's gone with, with collecting and stuff like that. Um, that being said, I saw that GameStop is going to be releasing a exclusive box um, it's a venomized box, and you get one of four pops, and it's a venomized version of either the Thing, Mister Fantastic, Human Torch, or the Invisible Woman. It also comes with a Silver Surfer venomized Pez dispenser, a Doctor Doom venomized keychain, looks like a sticker, and then a like a squish ball of like the Super Scroll venomized. But it's like one in four chance of one of those pops. Huh. And I'm looking at that. I'm like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so, like, do you ever do you ever get that little itch where you see something and you're like, oh, damn, that's cool. Mine, mine, legit only happen around the holidays because like, the holiday pops, right? Yeah, like I just recently bought all the new uh, DC holiday pops that came out. Um, I'm, still, the, I'm, I'm still wanting those, with the exception of like the hot topic ones and things like that, because I don't go to the malls. But I mean, but you could probably find Penguin on. On eBay, I, I feel like you kind of need him to complete the set. I could probably find him on uh, HotTopic.com. Actually, I bet probably. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I never really thought about it, but um, but yeah, I mean, it it's uh like as far as regular ones, I don't know. They it's been a long time because even when the Office came out, I was kind of already past them, you yeah. know. And so, and I thought that that would be like because I mean, I still got my Office pops right sure, by yeah. you, and I'm, I'm like they're cool, and I haven't sold them, but I haven't bought any new ones either, and. I don't know, man. Like, there's there's something about it. I'm like, oh, that's really fun. But but then, like, pops take up a lot of room. Yep. And do you keep the boxes? Do you throw away the boxes? It's such a weird... I've created a rule with myself on those because I did have... Be, like, I began to have so many of them mm -hmm. that if they don't have a sticker on the box, the box gets thrown away. Less room. It's less, it's less room, and, I mean... 
Well, and you're not buying the holiday once to sell in two years. You're buying no. it to display. Right. And so... And that Joker one, that's freaking amazing. I love that one. That Joker, I, I like the Joker, the Harley Quinn. I mean, the, the Flash one's really cool, yeah. you know, too. It's a great set, honestly. Yeah. But, I mean, but here's where it goes for me. So, then, like, they announced, and this is an FYE exclusive set, which is also why I haven't pulled the trigger, because we don't have an FYE, and I'm like, I don't want to order all of them, but it's a set of Looney Tunes characters dressed as DC. We talked about it on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's super cool. Right. I love those crossover ideas. Too. Right. Well, and then and then I met Walmart a few weeks ago, and I've talked to you about it. I've talked to Travis Fowler and a few other people. I saw the Marvel Zombies Pops. Yeah. I've never been like a zombie fan. Yeah. But I saw those. I'm like, damn, that's cool. Right. You and know? those would have been great at Halloween. Right. But I'm like, mm, I don't need them. But yeah. I start looking at it, and they make, they're making some exclusives. And I'm like, damn, those are really cool. You know, so yeah. then it's like it kind of gets you. Well, then I start thinking about this. You know, DC does a comic book called Deceased. Yeah. Great name, by the way. Right. But it's DC Zombies. Yeah. Like, okay, well, what if they start doing that? Right. <laughs> yeah. where, where does it end? Right. Yeah, where does it end? It's almost like you have to have a clean break or nothing. I don't know. Well, I know. And that's the that's the funny part because I thought, like, once I got had my Marvel holiday pops, I was like, oh, I'm good on, on holiday pops. But then DC came out with their own. I was like, well, shit, got to get those. And there'll they'll be a new wave next year. Absolutely, yeah. It's like I even have a Mickey Mouse Christmas pop. Right. Because it's like I love Christmas. So it's. Yeah. It's a, it's a holiday thing. Right. Just like to me, I think it would be super fun if they made like the like horror icons, like Christmas Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. That shit would be hilarious to me. If, you know, they do those, uh, used to do those like moments or whatever. And like, I still think if they had the moment where Stone Cold stunned Santa Claus, 30 bucks on the table. <laughs> Are you the real Santa or just a fat piece of trash? Right. <laughs> like, I would absolutely buy that that pop set if they did that. I mean, but, you know, I mean, I, I have to really, like, most of the time I am kind of can just look at them on the pegs and mm-hmm. be like, eh, that's good enough. And that's the weird give and take, right? Yeah. Because it's so, like, I looked at some today. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. You know? And that's where it gets you. Ooh, buy, buy two, get one free. Because right. I saw all the DC... Holiday. I'm yeah. like, I could buy two and get the third one free. Yeah. That'd be half the set. Hmm. Yep. And but then I start thinking, well, maybe if I collected mystery minis, they're a little bit cheaper. But then you don't know who you're getting. Right. Then you, there's the chases. So yep. you spend 30 bucks on eBay for those. Yep. Because you got to get Toby and yep. get in the office because they have mystery mini of the office now. I mean, it's just, it's a never ending cycle of just <laughs> shit, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's fun to get into stuff and to collect, but man, it gets. It gets to be a lot too. Yeah, it really does. But wild, wild times. But do you think? I mean, I don't know. Do you think Funko? Like I, we did an energy shot on this a few months ago that we thought Funko was going to be, I mean, not going away, but really dropping in popularity. But I don't. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. I, I mean, I have no. We're idea. judging it based on our own opinions, which may not be right. Right. You know. I mean. I, I mean, who knows? I mean, it could just be. But I think I think we were there with the Funko boom. Yeah. You know, and I think it has calmed down quite a bit, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I think there's probably still a lot of people who collect it. But, I mean, it's it's one of those things. And I, I say the boom has gone down because of how much they've branched out now. Mm-hmm. Like, they're doing games. They're doing, I mean, they're doing all kinds of things now because they're trying to, like, Throw shit against the wall, see what sticks. I will say this. I'm not seeing cereal anymore. Thank God, because that will give you the colored shits. (laughs) 
But I mean, and, and this is my thought. And I don't know if you ever have this thought, but I was looking at like the Marvel zombies because the first wave is only four pops. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, hell, that's not that much, you know. And they're at Walmart, so they're only like nine bucks. Yeah. But then I started looking online. It's like, oh well, there's a Collector Core exclusive Red Skull. Well, that's like thirty three on eBay, or you can buy the box still, which is forty on Amazon. Right. And then they had, you know, in New York Comic Con exclusive. That's like seventy bucks. Yeah. And it's and it's not like I oh, I don't need all of them, but it's like you kind of almost want to complete it in a way. Sure. Then there's like the Hot Topic exclusive, the you know the box lunch exclusive. Yeah. That's where it makes it like you you can't be partially in. You have to have your whole. You can't dip a toe into Funko. Yeah. Your whole foot's in the pool. Yeah, I mean it's easy for me to like just get what I want to get and right. not like, but I, I know there are lots of completionist stuff yeah. there for Funko. For me, like I don't even. I try not to even pay attention to the, like the exclusives unless it's like just one that it's like that's the best looking one out of the set. But well, and then they're doing like they the Marvel Luchador pops, and those are cool. They're already doing a second wave. It's planned. Okay. I've seen I've seen the the names leaked, and I'm just like, well, obviously, yeah. But it's like they probably did really well in the first one. They're not even out yet. Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, I mean, they just assume it's going to do well because it probably will because it's cool. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's just wild, wild stuff. Yeah, it really is. Anyway, let's take a break from here. Let's get Jack and Casey Gamble, the Gamble family, on the show for part two. And then we'll be back to close it up. Boom. It's time for the interview segment on Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. All right, we are back. Once again, on Breaker Remains Power Hour Part Two with the Gambles, back Jack, at it again. Jack and Casey, I think You're really I, good at singing, sweetie. Thank you. <laughs> you know, Gamble, I think you've been on every year we've done a podcast. I don't think you've ever missed one. Could be wrong on that. I'd have, saying, to, I'd have to. We have to look back, but I, I think we always try to squeeze at least one on. And if I didn't make that year, make that year, the year before, the year after, we did a extra one, a double, yeah. a double ski, the old yeah. booty call or something. You know, yeah. we snuck it in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you came on quite a bit, like before I even did like interview segments. Like you just came and sat in on the show and stuff. Right. I think yeah, which, you, you two in Bane, all three of you, just a few times. Yeah. Which is funny because in that situation, I don't think you'd even met Bane, had you? I think that was that was, that was when meeting Bane mm-hmm. was like, hey, you want to do a podcast? Like the actual <clears throat> part, podcast part? And I'm like, let's do this. Looking back, that's going to be kind of awkward, right? It, it was, but you guys had the like a rough format. And I don't know about that. <laughs> right. I said rough. Yeah. But, uh, you had the idea of what you wanted? Bane was just so cool. And Super chill. cool guy, yeah. And he, he don't talked. tell him I put him over. Right, right. <laughs> We're don't tell me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was real cool. And then, like after the like the podcast was over, we probably sat around for an hour, two hours, just shooting just, it. Yeah, shooting, shooting it. And it's like, all right, cool. So now we know each other. And then yeah. from there on out, it was made just always good. In my book, call me Mister Wonderful. You know what's funny? Huh? Um, and I don't know if you know this or not. This is so off topic, but. For whatever reason, Bane never met John Webb until Compound. No, that's right, because uh, Bane... Because if you remember, he stayed in Eldon twice. Right, mm-hmm. he came up for uh, game But was that when John had already moved up to Troy? Yeah, and he was already booked or this the or that. First, the first time he was in Japan. Yes. Oh, that's exactly. right. That's why okay. so, he, so he came up. We, as actually the night of that really 
crappy four way we did for that crap company with (laughs) that dude wearing a fedora. Oh, God. And he was, was there that for that. Held, uh, Jordan Grace like a baby and took a picture. Was that the one on the? Was that the money? Was that the one on? on the, <laughs> was that the one on the Air Force Base? Yes, yes okay. it was. Okay. And, and that, remembering shit. Right there you go. There you go. And that night we actually recorded. This is mind blowing. Episode twenty five. And what are we on now? Jesus. Past three fifty. Okay. <laughs> right, cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to the point where we don't have numbers anymore. Who knows? Somewhere. I, I eat well. I remember Bane used to count them down. Hey, we're like 75 away from 100. Hey, we're like 74 away from 100. <laughs> he cut that shit out real quick. Yeah. Well, and it's like once we hit once we hit 100 episodes, that felt like an unreachable number. And then it's like, dude, we're at 200. Dude, we're at 300. We're approaching 400. Like, that's insane. That's crazy. Like, crazy. like our, our kind of catchphrase is we've been going so long, either people love it or we're too stupid to quit. That's kind of kind of both. That's how I am with this guy over here. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Another gamble light. <laughs> but yeah, John Webb, I, I remember he told me, he's like, dude, I've never met Bane. I'm like, wait, what? Like, But both times he was here, John wasn't, just yeah. randomly. Yeah. And they just never met, and they finally met at a compound show, and Bane's like, yeah, we made it a big deal, even though like no one else got it, I guess, which I thought was kind of funny. But Sounds about right. Interesting times. Um, so... You know, last week we we kind of ended things on the on the car wreck, and you know, mm-hmm. getting back to th- what, what was people's reaction like now that you're healthy and like you're getting you're going back on the road. Are people nervous about that? Because I mean, I know people tend to blame things like people could blame wrestling. Oh yeah, that. very much so. I'm sure, but it's, but it's that's not no. it's not wrestling's fault that some idiot decided to be a, a an asshole. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I honestly don't remember. I think people were more worried about Darren wrestling again as far as his leg being in two pieces oh. and stuff. Cafe bro. That's Jack Gamble. Oh, sorry, Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Shoot, names, keys. Yeah. I met my other husband, sorry. <laughs> but uh, people were, she don't really remember, so I I'm going to fill in the blanks here a little bit. Uh, very spacey she, for yeah, a while. Yeah, she was very spacey. She would remember things. And I, I remember a couple of situations where you would say something and you'd be like, hey, you've already said that. Kind of like maybe because you weren't aware. And I wasn't around as much. Yeah. But no, I, it I was, was never trying to be a dick. I'm just sure. I'm trying to lead her down. Help right me remember path. that I already said that. Right. Because and, and, and I talked to the doctors and like, because there were so many stages she had to go mm-hmm. through. And like, there were stages where I could. I, Myself personally, and this is probably still in the hospital stage, but still, anyways. You don't. Um, there were stages where it's like I couldn't tolerate her. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, and it's not like I couldn't tolerate her because it's like, oh my god, I hate her so much. She couldn't remember simple things, and that scared me. Sure. Uh, yeah, my she, mom. She, she couldn't remember Riley. She kind of remembered dating me, and I'm like, we're fucking married. <laughs> we have a house. So, like, it scared me. So, it's like about. Well, 10 because is in, this the same person you married now? Exactly. About 10 minutes in, and her mom's still next. right there. I, I gotta I, I, I go get some air. Yeah. I gotta go smoke a cigarette or drink a beer. I, I have to do fucking something. Right. Because I can't. I, I just. I could, it was hard for me to process. Right. I'm saying my mom had said that a lot, actually, because, you know, I'm obviously her baby. I'm her second oldest of seven babies, but I'm still her baby. And. When I was going through the different stages of a brain injury, because I think you go through like the way you're angry and the different stages. When I was goofy, she's like, "I if you would have stayed that way, 
I could have dealt with you, you know, you were my baby. But Darren probably would have had to divorce you because really? uh, you weren't you weren't the you he married. Gamble. Well, uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, I am Darren, and I'm laying next to a hospital in a hospital bed with my wife, Casey. Oh, that's a different story from a guy that. What? I'll have to tell you later. It was t- a terrible promo. Where we were going to be in the hospital. Oh, I remember. the hospital was going to be next to each other. Oh, good guy. <laughs> yeah. We weren't in the same bed. Uh, yeah, got the it. Hosp- we weren't even in the same hospital. Got it. But the hospitals yep. were next to each other. Yep. Right, got it. Let's... I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, Moving don't be throwing people now. halfway across the building. <laughs> Blue shoe. Mercenary. <laughs> Where's that bus at? Let's back it on up here. Let's back it on up. But, but, but that, and that's a real life thing because, you know, in sickness and in health, till death do us part. All those things are real, but all of a sudden, if this is not the person you married, yeah. like, and I wanted to be there, but right, I, I but scared, that's right? that's a lot to ask of anybody. Yeah, and that's what my mom's like. I totally understood. Like, I get yeah. it, and and, and like, yeah. and even then, like, are you capable of taking care of a kid at this point? And yeah, would when, you get to that point? Like, there's a lot of un, unanswered questions. For sure. Well, even Darren moved back to Eldon beginning of October to go back to work. Um, they set up his workstation for his wheelchair and all that. And I was still at mom's because I hadn't gone back to uh, St. Louis to um, get my brain tested again to make sure I was good to get my driver's license back and do all that stuff. And so mom was like, yeah, you're not going home with Riley because Darren's going to be at work all day. Like, you're still airheady. And what if you forget your daughter's there? Yeah. Essentially. And so well, I mean, you hear she was stories, nervous to people even their kids send me the home with day, Riley. You know? Yeah. Those kind of, yeah, where we're at. Yeah. And so I think the next week or two, she was like, okay. Because I, I think I remember telling her, like, oh, I've got my phone. You can always call me and check on me and make sure I check on her or whatever. As I was just ready to be home. Sure. And, uh, but yeah, that actually hurts sometimes too. Because I'm like, man, I, I didn't even care that my daughter was there. So like when we had Trustin and he was about three months old, I thought I was like, man, this is like the first time for me. Cause I wasn't here for these several months for Riley. Right. And yeah. yeah. And I was like that bittersweet. And, and it's, but I mean, I think all things considered, like, I don't know how you could have came out of that any better. Oh yeah. No, you know what sure. I mean? Like, Oh, for sure. Like I, it all ended well. <laughs> and I remember like Webb telling me certain things. I'm like, Oh my God. Like you could wake up and like, Hey, I'm in the hospital. Where's my wife? She didn't make it. Like, I mean, that's oh, like yeah. real life stuff. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's that's super scary to think about, and people deal with that all the time, like with right. with car wrecks and things of that. I'll nature. say that was another thing too. I have my my least favorite scar is that trach scar in my mm-hmm. neck, and uh, they intubated me on the scene. And had they not done that, yeah, that would have been the case. Jeez. Yeah. And and that's and that's the case. Like you know, what if the paramedics made a mistake that night? Because mm-hmm. they're human. It oh, happens. Absolutely. You know and. What 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 if they move you like because they say that a lot with like neck injuries and back mm-hmm. injuries they move you to incorrectly you're oh, yeah. paralyzed mm-hmm. you know like you're done crazy to think how the human body works so oh for sure it's uh it's scary stuff now we, we I want to kind of transition into another thing too so we fast we're gonna fast forward a couple of years here you start getting back into the ring and kind of getting some momentum building up built up again and maybe did a WWE shot or two here or there and then uh, Japan comes a calling. And they, they had taken John Webb the previous year. Yes. Now, they want both of you guys as a tag team. They want you for three months. Not much money. Um, in the dojo, what's that like for you? Like, all of a sudden, it's like, you know he wants to go. Yeah. But that's, that's a long time. I was that's saying, a that quarter was, of the that year. It was never in my 
mind to tell him he couldn't go, but it was like a, can we make this work and how can we make this work and figuring out how. And so not only that is he thinking about going to Japan, but prior to that, um, him and the Aliagas bought a wrestling ring. That's right. And they were going to have their first show in April. And then he got you the said, call. You're just chock full of good decisions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got an idea. I got an idea. Let's start a wrestling company. You know? Right. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, put this on hold. Hey, let's drive to Minnesota for the ring, and then the trailer will break before we leave that Minnesota. Podcast, I know. I'm just saying. That was just another, another <laughs> wrench in the whole thing. Actually, that was the summer before right. you went to so, Japan. I, I will steer this a little bit. Casey has always known what I wanted to do. Right. And she's always been very supportive. So when the opportunity came up, everybody's like, well, you haven't talked to Casey? And I'm like, I don't, in my head, where I was at personally in, in our relationship, I was like, I don't have to talk to Casey. And it's not, I have to tell Casey either. This is this is what we've been working. Casey towards. knows. Casey knows that I'm going to take this. It's like, why are you why are you in the school in the, the first place, right? Yeah, exactly. like that was part of his started. goal. Right. Yeah, like that's why we moved to Eldon, and, and and it sucked, but it was like, hey, I'm going to Japan. And yeah, I'm going to be gone for three months. I, I missed her birthday, Riley's birthday, but yeah, but it was Riley's second birthday right. and not her first birthday, and but this is more about you. How did you take that? I mean. It was it was interesting for sure, but I mean Riley was too. She was a good kid, so it really I didn't have any issues. We have Facetime, and we yeah that was like that now. I think it would be a lot harder had we not had Facetime because yeah I Facetimed him every day. I uh, was doing in home daycare at the time, Mm -hmm. so it's not like I was at an office job or at work and this is the only time he can Facetime me. I can't do it because of the time difference. Yeah, um, and it actually helped really well with the time difference that usually he was free around nap time, Mm -hmm. so I got to talk to him around nap time and then. And I would get to talk to him later in the evening, and Riley would get to see him too. Um, so it just it worked out. Yeah, it sucked, and it was a long three months. Sure it was. Um, but I think um, so. Uh, Webb's wife, fiance, or girlfriend at the time, her and I had probably got closer in sure. that time because that he was there for his second tour, Close and is, yeah, second. yeah. So her and second I second three month tour. Like, yeah, that's a long yeah. Time. Oh yeah. Year he lived over in Japan. Yeah. yeah. So her and I hung out, and and then actually there was a few times that I went up and hung out in Troy with even Josh and Dave and Brianna and Riley. Michael Magnuson. And Dave DeLorean or Dark Shadows. There we Dark, go. Dark, like Dark Shadows. It. it was it was Magnuson and Shadows. I like it. I like those shadows. It was Shadows. And then um Yeah, he once knocked the mustache clean off Ryan Drago's face. I'm saying I three count away. Oh God. And I actually only went to one wrestling show while you were gone, and it was when uh the Aliaga bros, mom and dad was were in town. And so I, we went to a Dynamo Which show. Which are like the nicest people on, for on sure, the face For sure, for sure. We went to a Dynamo show, and um, so B rode with me in the car behind the boys. And so it was me, B, and Riley following the boys up to the Dynamo show. And that was the only show I went to while you were gone. Kind of probably a nice detox for you a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It was no, weird. It was super weird, for sure. Sitting in a crowd of <laughs> assholes. <laughs> and, and it's a weird thing because when you're in wrestling, like it just becomes your life. And oh, you for just sure. do it. And you're, 
you probably just like, where are we going this weekend? It's not, is yeah. there a show? It's yeah. where are we going? Right. How far is it? You know, uh, and even with Riley potty training and stuff, it's like, all right, she's going to be in underwear, except for when they're in a car, we're just going to put her back in that pull-up just so we don't have to worry about it on right. this long drive and yeah. things like that. Raising kids on the road. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and they were good car babies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like they, they grew up with it. They didn't oh, yeah. different probably. Yeah. Riley's first wrestling show, she was four days old. Um, Trustin was a little older because you just weren't wrestling as much then. Um, he was about a month old. But then that was when the whole compound thing was done. So we went and saw you guys. And mm-hmm. when we got close with your mom and dad and sister and yeah. kids and stuff, we hung out with them when we went down there. Right. And, and it just it kind of becomes like that. Like, well, here's people I can hang out with mm-hmm. while they're doing their yep. wrestling thing. And we can come to the show. Yep. And I hung out, you know, I hung be out there with all day. your sister at your sister's boutique, me and the right. kids. And then, yeah, yeah, we'd go to the show later. And, yeah. Yeah. It's just it's a very interesting thing how... Like you, know, you get in entrenched in this world mm-hmm. because it's another thing. You had to quit your job to do this, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So and that, start back at square one, right? And so that those a whole. No- I mean, we've talked about that before, but it's like you, know, you quit your job. They'll probably hire you back, but they're not hiring you back at the same money, Mm-mm. even Mm-mm. though you know everything, mm-hmm. right? How to do it, but that was probably the hardest. Part was the financials. I knew. Oh yeah, and I, like I knew you but wanted to go, and I knew I was financials create say go. riffs of marriages most of the time. That's like the number one yeah. cause, right? She could be mad at me. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck my phone across the room. Right. Oh dare you? No, and there was even a few times that I I scented you money. Yeah, because yeah. I because I was, and I think I still am, just not great with money. No, he's not. He's, Casey's. The money so thing. that's the thing too. Okay, so we bookkeeper. bought the we bought the house together. That was kind of one of my stipulations. She's like, um, you, some people you know split money. If you got money. You got money to some spend. Some people some people split bills. Like, okay, you're gonna pay this half, and I'm gonna pay this half. Or you're gonna pay these bills, and I'm gonna pay these bills. I'm like, listen, we can share a checking account. And then just pay it all together. But you got to give me your receipts so I know where your money's going and know how much money we have to pay these bills. And he said, okay. And and that's just how uh, we've shared money. So, so we were together a year, and that's have the same bank account still. Yeah, and and, and that's the thing is like that's not easy to do. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I was I just kind of assumed when people got at least married they shared bank accounts, but I know several couples that don't. That are married. I yeah. think because it's hard. Yeah. You know, and and I get that. I mean, I'm sitting there thinking like, man, I wonder how hard that would be because like you think of every like convenience store transaction mm-hmm. like i'm just just my trip up this here i'm looking at all of them convenience store transactions too <laughs> four Shit. bucks five bucks seven minutes they add up and you're yeah. like oh yeah and then gas and then yeah i'm gonna stop at one yeah. more grab this and then i go grab a loaf of bread and you got yeah. 14 receipts mm-hmm. yeah day. yeah it's I'm a lot you and, son of a bitch no. and, then, <laughs> and then trying to keep up with them all you know making sure you keep them all because it's easy to grab he knows better than right. to not keep them yeah yeah he's hearing things <laughs> so um you know he he gets back from japan hopefully now it's like we can get back on track and stuff and, and that's the, and that's to me the weird thing about it because i could see also people maybe getting in your ear like like you're letting him to go to Japan? Was he getting paid a lot? No. I'm actually going to send him money when he's there. <laughs> and being like, he got paid a cost of living. That's what I told people. He paid cost of living. It, which, he, if that, you know. like Pretty it, much. That's it, why we send him some more. Yeah. It is, <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. And that's the, I, I've always felt like the hardest part about wrestling is that ex- explanation to people outside the business. Oh, yeah. Do you get a yeah. lot of money? Being a wrestler and they go, high school Like, wrestling. like, 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 like TV wrestling. They're like, Oh, so you're rich, and it's like, 
like TV in fact at karate the other night that dude was like tv wrestling like collegiate wrestling i'm like no like wwe wrestling sorry Oh. Pro wrestling. They're yeah. like, oh, I, that's, yeah, you make exactly a, a lot of money at that? No, I don't. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, and it's like, well, if I, you know, and that's the problem I've always had with independent wrestling. If I shoot a promoter a number, which I'm is probably shooting him my break even number, mm-hmm. and they're like, eh, I can't do it. It's like, good lord, man. Like, <laughs> that's the cost to just get up there and back. Well, you and I have talked uh, on other occasions, and uh, just real quick, we don't get a whole lot, but like, if. If somebody give me an extra 10, 20 bucks, that'd be great because I'm bringing my wife and kids. Now, granted, I don't have to bring my wife and kids. I know some guys don't do that. To me, this has always been a family venture. Yeah. We're all in it. My kids love wrestling. I would say since you and I have been together, yeah, right. it's been an kids adventure. Love wrestling. So. Casey tolerates, tolerates it. No, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> it's a family venture. If you could throw me an extra 20 because right. I'm driving six hours, you know what that's going to do? We're all going to eat. And then I'm still going to have like 10 bucks in my pocket. Right? That's going to be awesome. Thank you. Right. It's the little things, right? Oh, it's sure. that, it's that little sure. extra that the, the promoters could do. But as we kind of, you know, get to the, the next point here, overall, like what advice would you give a young girl who's maybe <clears throat> dating a wrestler? Like what's life going to be like? Um... And every situation. I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I wanted well, to say, <laughs> I wouldn't say sacrifices, but uh, compromise sure. for sure. Compromise is definitely a big thing. But I mean, with or without wrestling, if you can't compromise with somebody, maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship with. Probably them. not going to work anyway. Yeah, it's like so. What's and, wrestling going to do to that? And that's the thing is, if you ever found a reason not to be with someone, you could say it's oh, it's because of wrestling. Oh yeah, for sure. But it's not. No. There's other reasons. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, if you want to make it work, you're going to make it work. Right. Like that's just. Um, Quit. I mean, that's just how it has been since you and I have been together. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I kind of like this guy. I think we can make this work. And right. It's just what we've done. Are we, are, we getting clo- are we rolling on time here? We're getting to the point, yeah. Okay, well, then before we forget, uh, we, we told some stories, but we did not touch on the story that I know we want to talk about. Uh-huh. You spent. Yes, yes, thank six you. Six hours. Oh, <laughs> and not with me because normally no. she rides with uh-huh. me. With Simon Gotch. With Simon Gotch. Mm-hmm. So the reason so behind let's, that. Let's get this. Let's, let's start from the beginning and work right. our way all the way through. That's it a good finale. Nice, that nice. Yeah, we, that is. That a, we'll finish it here. It. Yeah. So Let, uh, let's start with the beginning. <laughs> all right. How would you describe before the trip? How would you describe Simon Gotch to someone who maybe did, does not know him? Socially awkward. There you go. Socially okay. awkward, he's, for sure. He's a, he's a great guy. He's yeah, a cup yeah. of tea, but he's not everybody's Not everybody's, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> he's one of those. He is an acquired taste. There it is. Bingo. Yeah, yes, yeah. definitely. I love that guy, but yeah. Yeah, right, but I, I feel like he's like Red Bull. Oh, yeah. First time I tried Red Bull, I was like, that is nasty. <laughs> and then I tried it again, I'm like, eh, that's all right. I mean, I like how it perks me and up. Let's be real, I'm not I only take Red taste. Bull with Jaeger, so. Right, right. <laughs> Chris Jaeger? Fuck no. Ooh, that, was, that was a reaction. <laughs> but, but it's like you drink Red Bull six, seven, eight times. You're like, okay, I can drink that. But it takes a while. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. first time you have it, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, what is this? So so Simon Gotch, Seth, he's, a, he's an acquired taste. Oh, for sure, for sure. So um, I got Mendez a job at where I worked the Head Start in Eldon as a teacher aide. And so when you guys went to Dodge City to do a show, Obviously, we both couldn't take off work oh, that's to go right. to okay, Dodge City sense. to do a Friday show. Her hometown. Yeah. So it was her hometown. She's I was 
top dog at that. <laughs> nice. Yes. Um, but then I wasn't. <laughs> I was just lead teacher in one of the classrooms. Um, but so we obviously both couldn't take off. I'm not going to be like, oh, I've been here longer and I want to stay off so I can go. She was wrestling. I'm not going to do that. Right. So I didn't get to go to the Dodge City show. And for whatever reason. Which was a Friday. Yes. Right. And which for whatever yeah. reason. Sorry. Slash. I know. I can't so help it. Well, She's like, no, it's the story in 40 seconds. <laughs> well, yeah, you were talking about being short on time. We're good. We're good. We're good. Talking I just, fast. I knew we needed to get this in before we <laughs> wrap it up. Um, so I didn't go to the Dodge City show, and Seth couldn't go for whatever Work reason. Probably as well. Well, it, it was a Friday show, but it was so far away mm-hmm. oh, yeah. that he had to take he had Friday had, off. Yeah, yeah. and he, yeah, he couldn't take off work. Seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. Early. Because that was one of the farthest shows. Yeah, it's always. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Yes, yeah, so, because it was farther than Sedan. I know du- Dustin oh, yeah, Bosworth killed Yeah, you went to Dodge yeah, City. I'm like, what? Yeah, Dad, uh, Dustin Bosworth killed it that night. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have been there. Yeah. Would have been the highlight of my night. Underrated. <laughs> Cardio! But yeah, so then it was uh, Seth and I. Um, and So it's just kind of a happenstance. Hey, we're both going. Yeah, and rather than it one of It makes sense to share a car. For sure, for sure. There's no reason not to There was no reason for me to drive myself and him to drive himself. So, yeah, I'll just ride with him. That way I don't have to drive by myself to Sedan, Kansas. And, yeah, you might so have been the one. there was no reason for us to have two cars in yeah. Sedan, Kansas. Right. And uh, so everyone's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, Casey, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, oh, shit. All right. Let's see. And so people are apologizing to you for even getting the car. Mm-hmm. Which I had obviously met him before, and I was just like, yeah, I don't have a problem with him. It will be interesting because he likes to talk about certain things, and he has his opinions on things. And, and there was a couple of trips where he came up by himself because of his work situation. I rode back with him, mm-hmm. and we had a great conversation. Yeah. And that's kind of when I realized, like, he's, he's an all right guy. He gets it. He's Sometimes I think he's so... He's so intelligent the way he says things, rubs people the wrong way. And I think that's what it even is. Even though he's correct. Yep. Right. People don't like The way he right. says it, yeah. Well, not Sometimes not a lot of tact. Yes, <laughs> right. yes. Blunt. That sucks. Very blunt. Um, <laughs> that match sucked. But yeah, so we, I, I met him at the community center or something like that. I don't know. He might have even met me at the house. And we drove six hours to Sedan, Kansas together. And it was... Oh, yeah, because you were saying. I think I even asked you, so how was that? It was surprisingly not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had a little bit of conversation. That was the first thing I asked her. As soon as she got out of the car, Drago went one way or seven guys went one way, and I was like, you okay? Like, how was it? And And I was like, like, yeah. It was okay. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, everybody, everybody, I think everybody, all the, the both the girls and everybody was like, yeah, how bad? How was that? Not not bad. Surprisingly went well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's one of those things where, because he's kind of a unique character, you oh, yeah. think it's going to be bad. But I noticed with him, by himself, he was yes. usually fine. Yeah, one on one, he's yeah, just fine. And I noticed when he got him around people, I knew like if he was with Breaker and myself, and let's say a John Webb, not okay, we're, we're bullshitting, we're hanging out. Then a Jaegers or an Ethan Wright or, or a Mayhem. Be, that beer, Mayhem comes in. Chris and Wallace. Chris yeah. Wallace. There's like 14 of us, and there's. Yeah, Chris just... Wallace has never been on the show. Good. Yeah. <laughs> he, he won't be. What about Rockhold? Absolutely not. <laughs> Thank God. Watch your fucking. <laughs> there's been some. He winners. actually has been, but he won't be. Again. Oh, it's yeah, another random show. 
a run out random show, random wrestler. Random um, yeah. Uh, who was the one from Kansas City? Uh, we were riding to a show out through the country, and he was like, "Easy." It was King Grell. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, well, it was Ryan. Ryan Gendrell. Gendrell. Ryan Gendrell. Anyways, we're driving down this country road, and there's a round bales that a farmer has oh rolled up God, into yes. a round bale. I forgot and about this straight, one. Straight look on his face. Oh, did those just come up into the ground like that? Straight and face. Oh, my God. Everybody in the car lost it. Like, dude, I really? at first. He was joking. He was revenous. Yeah. Because he's, like, from the quote-unquote city. Yeah. He was. Dead serious. That was, that was a serious question he asked from the back of the car. It sure was. And it's pretty clear they're put together in a very meticulous way. Oh, yeah. They were definitely I don't know how to bale hay, but I know that they don't grow <laughs> out of the ground like that. Pretty sure there's machines that do that. Yeah. No, they grow up like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I told him that, too. When he said that, I'm like, yeah, they shoot out of the ground just like that. This case is a farm girl. I, <laughs> yeah. You know. But, I mean, still, even if yeah. you're not. I, my God. <laughs> no. so, so, yeah. And that's and that's something that's, that's so interesting, I think, about wrestling is the people. Takes all kinds. We've met. Oh, yeah. Hawk by birth. I'm sure you've heard all this story. Okay, and I never met Hawk by birth. Well, no, maybe he did go to a few shows before he wasn't there anymore. No, I think he was just no, there one day. Okay, he was just at the camp. Okay. It was, it was uh, one of the, it wasn't Hawk by birth. Now I don't remember who he was. Cactus Jack. No. Uh, Cross-eyed Bro. Peggy. Not Pyro. New York Joe. Quack. No, it was, he was, it was, uh, he went to a Richmond show. I Richard like he was a blonde White. dude. <laughs> no, not Richard. God. Brian Ballistic. I think he was the only one you were like, you know what? He actually came to us and said, Headman I can't. Kevin. Yes. Headman Kevin. <laughs> yes. Yes. God. It was a Richmond I, show I was thinking Headman of. Headman Kevin, if you're listening to this, <laughs> the fuck you are. Open Wyoming. Find me on Facebook and tell me your goddamn last name. <laughs> forever. So I, I, we'll, we'll wrap it up with Headman Kevin. Yes, Headman we'll Kevin. This guy. So first of all, Sweetheart, a sweetheart of a guy, right? Yes, yeah. Just a genuinely nice guy. And I remember the first time I saw him, and there's something about that look someone has, like this guy's coming for wrestling. I'm at the gym, and I'm in, I was in really good shape at that time. And so I got my earbuds in, I'm doing my workout, and he would walk by me, kind of real slow, look at me, and I and I like as soon as I'd make eye contact, he'd kind of look off and keep on walking. <laughs> and if he did like four times, and finally I could tell he's wanted to say something. I was like, "What's up, man?" He goes, "Um." You a wrestler? I'm like, yeah. I'm up there at Harley Race Academy. He's like, I'm signing up. I'm like, awesome. I'll see you there. All right. I could tell he felt so accomplished that he... Able to come up and talk to you about it. Yeah, like... And so he shows up to the wrestling school, you know, not a naturally athletic guy, but such no. a good guy. Not yeah. even close and naturally athletic. No. But goddamn, did he try? You tell him to do something, he's like... Got it. But let's, I, let's be, do it. Let's try I don't it. remember him crapping out on squats either. No, do you? Crapped out on any of the workouts. We're running through some ridiculous bullshit drills, and like looking back, they were bullshit drills. Sure, assholes. Yeah, because we were dicks, and I wasn't a dick then because I wasn't a trainer. But like, he's talking to you. To You're a dick. Quote, well, but that's part of earning your keep. Right? Oh, for sure, for sure. Quote, they're trying to make me quit, and like mm-hmm. I've been in that position to where I've tried to make other quit kids quit. Like, do you? Have Here's the heart? thing, though: if we didn't do that, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I, I actually, fun drill. story. Do you remember? I think it was on your tryout. You guys were doing the cockroaches dying drill. And you're all blown up. And I was like, after this, we got a five mile run. And you're like, what? <laughs> and I was like, 
just kidding. Like, I thought he was right with me, but like, fuck, I don't know. I think I'm going to die. Also, so <laughs> I, I don't know. Might die today. I stole that cockroach joke. I mean, my karate kids do that. Yeah, it sucks too, does it not? Anyways, headband Kevin, like, he, he wouldn't die. Like, he wouldn't quit. And, and, and remember, he's the first guy there. Mm-hmm. He's there at 4 o'clock. Moving his arms back and forth, getting ready. <laughs> ready. And he 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 the last guy to leave besides, you know, the guys locking the door. Uh, yeah, but yeah. He wasn't like training's done. See ya. He'd sit yeah. there and just kind of He did his thing. Yeah. And I remember about two or three weeks later he shows up and he's just like, I just want you to know I don't think this is for me, but I really appreciate, you know You guys, you guys me helping the time. me out, giving me the time. It it, it legit broke my heart. I was just mm-hmm. like, damn. You know, why Why can't you take one of the shit guys that has some ability and give it to this guy? Right, you know? right. It just, and I, and I even told him, I was like, dude, Kevin, not everybody's meant to be a wrestler, but a referee, ring announcer, like, there's things you can do. And he goes, I wouldn't be happy if I wasn't a wrestler. And I was just like, ouch. Yeah. Right. yeah. It hit me yeah. in the feels, man. Yeah. It really did. It was Absolutely, just. Absolutely, because he came to me and he was just like, I respect what you do, but I. I'm not able to do this. And what he stuck his hand out and like you know, it was almost like I'm sorry, I love you, like super kick moment. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck do I do? Because like I want to keep him there. I want to say something nice, but I'm like, uh, you feel like we? I don't know about you. I feel like we failed him almost. Right. Like maybe did we not try hard enough? And I think I, we did. We did, or, or <laughs> it's not that we didn't push him hard enough because we did. We pushed him, but do we not give him the time of it? I know we gave him the time to so I think we did everything. It's just... He wasn't... How many times have we talked and wrestling's not for everybody? It's not. And, and that that was a kid. He realized it. I've never seen anybody else ever realize it. Ever. Right. And it's just and a sad thing. there's people that needed to realize it. Right. It's there's a, still people to this day that need to realize that. And, and it's a sad thing because I look at someone like Richard White. And he realized it wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. And transitioning to being a referee was a smart thing for him. And Richard actually turned out to be kind of worth a shit. Who would have guessed? Yeah. He's great. Yeah. And Kevin could have done that. Mm-hmm. But, but like he said, that's not what he wanted to but do. But you get it. Yeah. I can, I, I can respect that. It's just... It sucks, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it's crazy to, to think all these people that you've met and it's that weird thing of like, you shake Kevin saying, you're like, man, I really appreciate you coming in. And it's like, you don't even think last time I'm ever going to see that guy ever, ever. Like, Cause I've tried it. Like, I don't even know his last I don't know it. Find him on Facebook. He's HBK. HBK. Yeah. And you, and you can't look up headband Kevin on Facebook. It's not going to come up. We'll wrap it up with this. Um, old Simon Gotch did create him. On the video game. <laughs> and it was dead on. Oh, that's good. Good that's times. Good but anyway, I appreciate you guys being on. This is super fun to kind of dive into a different perspective, get yeah. Casey's yeah. perspective, and kind of gamble to chime in here and there, as he as he often does. Yeah. And get one more appearance over Aaron up. Anders, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tried to let you have You did. I, I, I was teasing you. When, when the idea came up of maybe having you on, I was like, that would, to me, it would mean a lot to me. Because it's different, right? Right, to have my wife on, but to get her perspective, because she lived through all this. Yeah. I I, I didn't even... just tolerated it. I I didn't even go to all the sitting behind the table stories with, with like, uh, Ted DiBiase Sr. and and things like that, or Gateway Elite. None of it. I didn't go into any of it. You never know. That's the thing. I always like to say with a podcast, we always leave a little bit on the table. Right. Because we're developing new experiences and we can't we can't cover everything. No. I thought we told some good stories. Yes. I thought we, we got to dive into some some big, important, monumental life moments.
moments. But yeah, for so sure. Easily talk for another hour and a half. Of course. Right? And still, I'll be like, oh, we should have told that. Oh, there was this I'll, one I'll, time. I'll never forget after the Gateway Elite podcast, you and you and Elvis told this crazy story, and I'm like, yeah. where was this? <laughs> like we the hell, we, boys. We were trying to do it in chronological order. Chron- chron- chronological. We were trying to do it in order. Luckily, <laughs> okay, we, we had Ash for that. Yeah. Yes. And well, I'm just going to say this. Gateway Elite Part 2 needs to happen. Do you not agree? I mean, I know we did it as a Part 1, Part 2, but, like, oh, let's get the rest of the story. Yes, sir. Because I, I, I would love to hear all that. Big Casey Part 2. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Maybe well. we can get you on, like, three more times just to fuck Aaron Anders. Oh, I would be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you, guys. Thank Thanks. You. And we're back. We're back. Big thank you to the Gamble family, Jack and Casey, for joining us on the show. It's always fun talking to, to Jack Gamble, you know. Yeah. He's a he's a favorite. Yeah. Um not to take away from that. I mean, I love having Jack Gamble on the show, oh, yeah. but I uh seem a little down over there. Yeah, I got a little bit of bad news uh just when we took that little 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 break ski there. Um our our, our good pal, uh Bill Benus. Our so, our good pal? Yeah, you know, I just trying to trying to lighten the mood here. Mm, trying to dumb. trying to lighten the mood before I drop the bomb on you. I still don't like that guy. Um, he he sent me a little texty text and said that since I have failed to meet the contract of doing no holds barred with Bill Benis, that and I, I decided to take a break. That he is contractually obliged to come on this show. Wait, what? power hour. How is he contractually obliged to come on this show? I don't know. He uh, showed me the paperwork via the picture in in fine, fine print. I had to zoom in uh, on my phone, and it it says it right there. So I guess... uh, So he's he's going to come off like five minutes and... No, no, no. It's a full interview. What? It says... I I do the interviews. Yeah. So that's good. For me. Oh, God. Uh, so I have to interview Bill Benus? Yes. Yes. According to the contract. Man. Well, he's not getting a two-parter, I'll tell you that. He's got to have a two-parter breaker. It's in the contract. <sighs> so I have to talk with him for two weeks in a row? A full hour, yes. Holy shit. Yeah. What kind of con? What the hell kind of contract do you sign over there, pal? It, uh... It only benefits him. It does not benefit me at all. Clearly. Yes. Yes. I'll tell you one thing. Before before that hour's up, I plan to slap him right in his face. I hope so. That is for sure. I hope so. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Freaking Bill Benus. Yeah. That's our last interview of the year. Yeah. That sucks. That oh, It's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't even know what to say to this. <sighs> well, anyway. I'm in a bad mood. But hopefully, uh, if you're in a bad mood, you can cheer yourself up by checking out some of our podcasting partners. Yeah. Talking about uh, Fully Posable, the wrestling figure podcast. Jeff and Scott, they drop a new show every Sunday, just like this show. Check them out. Great dudes. Super fun show. Absolutely. Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and Cam Craiger, Joe, all those guys over there talking all things that will wreck everything. And hopefully we wreck their Thanksgiving today. I hope we did. Yes. I want them to watch really bad movies for the Christmas season. Oh, yeah. We need to start thinking of some. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Are there bad movies, though? Oh, no, there is. Obviously, but I mean, there was was one that I I tried to watch uh, just the other day on Netflix, and I can't not remember what it was. 
but it was god awful. <laughs> oh my god, I turned it off within thirty minutes, and I never do that with Christmas movies. I definitely need to to uh, send that one over to them then. Yes. Also, the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast with Steve and Eric, a nice little retro look at pro wrestling. Check that out. Doing the favor with Eric and Barry, dropping a new show, I think, every Tuesday. Check them out. Super fun show. Super hilarious dudes. Good dudes. Love that one. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Check out his show, especially if you're taking any road trips for the holidays. Great for road trips. Uh, Elite Eight Showdown with old Big Chuck and Tim over there. If you like shows about random stuff competing against each other to determine the most random of the random, I think Elite Eight Showdowns. That's that's your show. That's your show. That's your show. Big Chuck sucks, but other than that, I mean. Yeah, they need to do a top eight on uh, Big Chuck's favorite Arby's menu items. There it is. Since he can't. He can't get it. What's out his, of his why brain. does he hate Arby's so much? I don't know. Like he thinks we love Arby's. He, I like Arby's the normal amount, damn it. Right. <laughs> he thinks Arby's is the Oklahoma State food. Apparently. Yeah. And shows how stupid he is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're running your mouth. Well, guess what? You just look stupid. Yeah. It's uh it's Charlie's chicken pal. We went over this. Good stuff over there. Oh yeah. Yeah. But check out Elite Eight Showdown. Pretty fun show. Oh yeah. Ringside rant with RJ. Really cool guy. Check his show out. I think it drops every Wednesday. The Leisure and Lariats podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson drops every Friday. Check him out. At the Art of Jason Wolf, if you need some artwork, give him a follow. Also, check out his new podcast, Howlin' with the Wolf. Yes. It's one of my new favorites. I dig it, man. And he's doing a solo show, which I know how hard that is. Oh, yeah. But he's making it good, you know? Yeah. Like, he's, he's really, he's got a he's got an act for it, so. Yeah. Check out Howlin' with the Wolf. You can find it wherever you get your podcast. And finally, Boots to the Face. I think they drop every Tuesday. Check them out. Super fun show. Great dudes. One of my favorites. Um, if you like wrestling comic books, Grapple Holden to Be the Man. Evil Ain't Good. You can find those on Amazon. And to Be the Man's also on Comixology. Oh, yeah. All of Bane's music on Spotify or Apple, wherever you get your tunes. Yep. Check it's, all those out. It's there. It's, it's, it's on there. Check it out. Listen to it. <laughs> And stream it, and you know why? Because that gives him a little bit of a little bit of dough in the pocket. Yeah. Here's the thing: I need to uh, have a few pennies to buy to buy that uh, that Thanksgiving food that we only have once a year. Exactly. You gotta have that pecan pie. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, still no updates on No Holds Bar with Bill Benis, except for the fact that that sack of shit's gonna be here next week. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. I would probably I probably look at you know New Year's. I mean, I'm gonna try to. We'll try to knock out a Christmas special for you well, guys. I mean, don't make it go too long. He'll come back. I right. don't want that to ever happen again. Right. We'll uh, we'll try to knock out a Christmas special for you guys, but you know, I I don't know. At the same time, it's break time, and, and all the kitties are at home. You know. Yes. So. Exactly. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash bbph. Um, our patron gifts will be actually be shipping out probably soon. Uh, they, may, they may be a little late this year because we're actually doing something pretty fun. Yeah, I we're, think we're we're doing something fun for the for the patrons. Um, I I think it'll be good, but they might be late. But at the same time, I mean, usually once we actually have it in hand, it only takes about three days to ship. You know, so it it'll be it's something we're having made. Yeah, and I think everyone will dig them. So it's kind of a fun, unique idea, and we're always trying to think of something like, okay, what can we do? You know? Right. And I think this will be a fun one. So I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. And if you want to. Be a, be a patron. Join our Patreon. We have tiers $1, $3, and $5. And the $5 tiers, they get two gifts a year. Yes. One of them is December. Uh, the $3 patrons get one gift a year, also in December. If you're a $5 patron, you also get one in the summertime. Yep. But you also get the exclusive energy shot every week. Yes. So check that out. 
Uh, Average Panda Gear and Outsiders Beard Co. Yeah. No news on Average Panda. Um, check it out. Outside, honestly, no news on Outsiders Beard Co. Uh, other than... We got those new scents, though. If you're, yeah, we got the new scents. And if you're listening to this after December 1st, we'll, we're in the midst of a transition. So after December 1st, all the fall scents are going to be on sale for the rest of December. Oh. Um, and then our winter scents are going to be live starting December 1st, even though it hasn't, it's not winter yet, but mm-hmm. we're going to go ahead and kickstart it uh, December 1st. For the winter sense, but Thank we're going to give you guys one more month um, of the fall sense in December, and that way you guys can check it out. But as far as the big news, uh, we like we recorded too early in the week this week, so all the all the stuff isn't here yet. <laughs> but I'm still trying to work out the kinks on that. But hopefully by next time, you know, I'll, I'll have that I'll have that ready to talk about in here. But check the social medias because I'll probably post about it before then. Boom! There you go. Um, all of our t-shirts, you can find them at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, WhatABanoover.net, search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, or Big Underscore Bane also has a t-shirt store there as well. Yes. So you can get our you can get our threads in many a places, man. Oh, yeah. So check all that out. Uh, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? That is it other than F you, Big Chuck. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> I, I I like I mean yeah trash mount. I mean he's an all, he's an all guy. I can't I can't I can't let my blood pressure get too high, Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big Chuck. Yeah. yeah, he brings out the best in us, doesn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah, I hope you get some Arby's. Hey hey, big Chuck. You know what? You know what? I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving, sir. Wink. You know. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying there, Breaker? Oh, I, I got you. I, that, very clever. I I hope. Your food tastes so good and is not dry at all. He's just over here, just like livid. You know, yeah. he's just yeah. he's like Chris Farley driving yeah. the bus and Billy Madison. <laughs> Turn this damn bus around. <laughs> anyway, we hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Obviously, as we record this, it hasn't happened yet, but afterwards it will have already happened. But we are approaching the holiday season, so. That means we're kind of wrapping up our year. We usually do the Christmas special and the end of the year special, and those we take a couple weeks off December. So you'll still get content, but we kind of take a little podcasting break, which is yep. kind of a recharge for us, which we definitely need. Yeah. But thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We will see you guys in seven days. Peace, easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Psycho! Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.